So welcome everyone to the very first episode of our new podcast series in which we would like to discuss hot topics, including new initiatives and alternative viewpoints on, on patient engagement within the life sciences industry and, and healthcare sector. And although patient engagement has become more and more a reality in our current world and it's, it's increasing all over the place, I think it's absolutely crucial, and we think it's absolutely crucial, that it's meaningful and sustainable. And with this podcast series, we would like to really contribute to achieving that goal. So my name is Roger Lechtenberg, and I'm the senior partner and co-owner of Edmedicum. And today I'm sitting here with uh, my colleague, Reiner Herzog, who is responsible for Edmedicum's digital offerings and initiatives. Welcome, Reiner. Thank you very much, Roger. Thank you very much. So, Reiner, Admedicum is launching their patient-driven digital solutions, and, and you're in charge of this area. Um, it would be great if you can tell me a bit more about it. Um, what are patient-driven digital solutions? Um, what's new to them compared to all the other stuff that is being developed currently and has been developed in in our industry and in the market? Um, maybe you can yeah, give us a bit of an introduction on that. Uh, I gladly do. Thanks very much, Roger. Um, as you as you truly say, um, you know there are uh, there are so many digital solutions and so many digital applications around these days. Everybody knows that. Um, so your question, what is really new about Medicum's patient-driven digital solutions, is is an absolutely legitimate one. Uh, I think where we really make the difference is um, in, in in putting the users and the patients in the driver's seat uh, right from the scratch I mean you know with that I mean really starting to involve them uh, in designing digital tools and in designing um, uh, digital services and scoping them uh, so you know we involve patients right from the start and I think still today uh, many people are you know talking about digitalization in terms of that being a technical exercise they're looking at it from a process angle or from a technical angle and I think that's a that's the basic and, and fundamental mis misunderstanding and we at Medicom we are really looking at it from the patients and users sides as I just said and I think that is where we really make the difference so okay I, I understand and but but why is this then so important because in the end it's a it's a technical solution isn't it or not well of course it's 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 a technical solution in the end but uh, I mean, if, if, if users, and I mean the clinical staff as well as the patients, uh, don't, don't use it uh, and, 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 and don't deal with it, uh, it's of no use at all. It doesn't provide any benefits. Um, so, you know, this is why we think we have to involve the clinical staff and the patients uh, in, in driving the design, in defining functionality, and in selecting really the different, the different um, functions of new digital tools. And if we don't do that, um, I think this is what we see many times. If we don't do that, it's very likely that the users just, you know, won't won't use those digital tools. Sure. And then it's 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 absolutely pointless to have them. I mean, after all, you know, we we develop digital tools for the sake of making patient care better at the end of the day, and not just for having fancy digital technology. Coming back to your to your question, so I think that makes perfect sense, but. You know, if you look at regulators and, and the regulator side of things, um, is it is it really true that regulators also fancy more and more, yeah, pot potential digital tools and apps and solutions to help patients and and to support patients uh, more in in managing their 
living with that disease, uh, or is that is that really something that is pushing from an, a different angle, or is it coming also from regulators? What what do you think about that? I think the role of the regulator is uh, that they, you know, these people, uh, they want to have more and more what we call real-world patient data, so mm -hmm. you know, patient uh, data coming directly from the patients to be involved in the development of uh, uh, digital applications or what many people start to call digital therapeutics. Um, and that is, by, by the way, as well, uh, true for, for the development of, of traditional drugs, um, you know, the, the inclusion of more and more, you know, real-world patient data. A good example for that is uh, the, the German fast-track uh, process. Uh, and in, in, in the course of that you know, process, which has been launched about two years ago here in Germany, uh, apps can be registered, officially registered, and if they, they get that certification, they can be reimbursed in the, in the healthcare system. And that is, of course, a great thing. But if you want to have that certification, you need to, uh, you need to supply um, you know, kind of evaluation data to quite, the regulators. It's, it's quite a big package that you have provi to provide, right? It's, if I'm it's, correct. Yeah, it's it's a big package, and you have to provide that user data. You sure. have to provide that data, you know, showing that, you know, the use of your clinical app really provides additional benefits in the care of those people. Okay. So you know, this is why uh, the, the the regulators are kind of a natural catalyst at the moment. You know, driving you know all this patient engagement and all this, you know, notion to include real world patient data. So, okay, from a regulated perspective, there's a certain natural catalyst then happening there, um, which is great stuff. But, and, and I hear more and more, you know, I'm, I'm working personally myself more in the, in the more traditional patient engagement area in, in, in the healthcare and in the life sciences uh, sector, of course. But within the, the app developer scene and, and, and their, uh, yeah, the, the digital therapeutic scene developments there, do people are people as enthusiastic about involving patients really from scratch into this so like patient engagement for for fine-tuning how to design everything and so on and so forth um, is that is that well taken up by those yeah groups of people that are developing apps or do you think that there is still some some way to go there I think there is still some way to go there I think that um you know those people who are developing apps i think they perfectly well realize the need for for you know patient data because as we just said you know that is necessary to obtain reimbursement at the end of the day and you know some of them actually know very well how to do this um, uh, on the other side you have for example the pharmaceutical companies the life science you know firms that are wishing to develop uh, digital therapeutics mm -hmm. uh, and you know i think they uh, they struggle a little bit more with it. Um, you know, we what we have seen is that we get more and more inquiries from those life sciences companies asking us to, you know, for, for, for supporting them or helping them to build their digital therapeutic strategy and also to uh, tell them uh, or to guide them on how to integrate those digital therapeutics in their in their processes in their in their clinical programs and so on and so on. So in a nutshell, I want to say that, you know, there are, you know, surely, you know, many entities who have started to look at the patient data side and patient engagement. Um, but for some of them, at least, there's still some way to go. Okay. So, so really from your outside perspective, looking at this, if you, if you take that hat on, 
what are the real most common obstacle ob obstacles and, and mistakes that are really uh, happening around us with health uh, app developers or, or, or digital therapeutic providers? What do what do they face? What kind of challenges do they need to really overcome? What what kind of areas are we talking about there? I think that if you especially look at the life sciences industry side. I think that they are struggling mainly with two two areas. Uh, one of them we already mentioned that is the the problem to include or the challenge to include uh, patient data and users' data and their viewpoints. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that is if if you look at their history, that is pretty much understandable because those life sciences companies they are not used to directly deal with patients, for example. I mean, their traditional customers have always been the healthcare providers yeah, and the sure. doctors. Yeah. Uh, so all of a sudden, you, you you know, people come and tell them, you know, if you want to develop your digital therapeutics and if you want to develop also your traditional drugs, if you want to have certification, then you must involve patients. You need to talk to your patients. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, then, then that's, where, that's where the fun starts for them because they say, you know, how do we do that? We never did that. And we, we have all those processes which are perfectly laid out in terms of dealing with healthcare providers with clinicians but not with patients mm -hmm. and you know I think this is this is the first you know like fundamental challenge uh, that these people face sure and, and you're talking about another challenge uh, you said there were two main challenges um, what's, what's the other one the other one is much more and I think I call it also with the integration challenge um, again I mean you know finding uh, finding an app or an app partner to build your digital therapeutic is one thing. And if we look back to the last, I don't know, three to five years, mm -hmm. uh, a number of these life sciences firms, for example, have spent considerable effort and, and also money to find those app partners, you know, and to team up with them. Some some even bought those app partners. Sure. Now, uh, what they didn't realize is that, you know, this is just, you know, I think not even half of the story. Uh, you know that the most important part is really then to ask yourself what I'm, am I doing with that you know digital solution or with the partner how do I use that solution in my business processes in, in the total business in the process, total business so processes yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that requires sometimes a change of your of your business models a change mm -hmm. of your sales models and you know that is where the challenge the challenge started uh, and you know Again, what we've seen then uh, recently is that a number of these corporations between life sciences companies and the app developers um, were ended due to frustration, mostly on the on, on the life sciences company side, because they just you know couldn't reap the benefits sure. from from the app because they didn't look at you know how to integrate that in my sales and my business process. How do I really create value out of these apps? And you know they would have to move themselves and not just by a piece of technology so so in a way it's 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 something that we also observed of course in the in the more traditional kind of uh, the development of drugs and everything else um, we are we are living in an industry it's our kind of a paradigm isn't it, um, it is, yes paradigm shift that is happening yeah, yeah, um, but also it, it's really interesting to see that you know uh, we are living in an industry that is very innovative in terms of development of drugs and development of new techniques and so on and so forth, but at the same time, the the internal business processes or the external business processes are not even 
that, that that's not so easy to change that uh, apparently, and and that's what you're basically saying. That's yeah, right. So that's cool. That's right. Um, so looking now, looking at that medicum, you know, we are we are here to help uh, first and foremost patients uh, uh, to, to to assist them with, with any of their challenges in in healthcare and uh, and so on and so forth. But what can Admedicum actually do uh, to help uh, all the stakeholders in healthcare to deal with these digital challenges and, and those two core main problems and to create business benefits for them? Um, that's a good, very good question. Um, uh, that, let me go back to the core of Admedicum's business, which is really patient engagement. That is where the company is coming from mm -hmm. and you know, has been you know, doing many things for many years. It's our, it's our DNA, right? It's our DNA. Yeah, it's our yeah, DNA, exactly. yes. So, uh, I, and that puts us in a perfect position to combine that expertise, that DNA, that philosophy with the digital world, with the digital solutions and the digital services. Uh, and I think that combination is quite unique because as you know, we, we have discussed before, digitalization is not a technical exercise. No. You have to work with the users, you have to work with the patients and with the clinicians. And you know, combining you know that expertise within a medicum, user patient engagement with the digital competence, you know, gives us, you know, positions us very nicely, I think, uh, and that is actually what we're trying to do and what, what our goal is. And and again, you know, digitalization means that you have to work at the interface of many of the stakeholders sure. because it's digitalization per se is it should be an integration thing. Uh, and, and, and this is exactly what, what we're doing okay. at Amedicum. Cool. So, yeah, I would like to, to thank you, Verander, for, for, your, for your insights and, and your time today. My pleasure. To share with us. And, and hopefully, um, yeah, we all learned a little bit about the future of patient-driven uh, digital solutions um, and what it can bring to, to involve all the stakeholders in the right way to get to that goal uh, of really creating patient-driven uh, digital solutions. And... Um, and a little bit of insight, of course, also, to be honest, uh, on what Admedicum can play mm -hmm. in that space. Um, and really, thank you, everyone, uh, for listening to this, this first podcast. It was an uh, exciting talk and an exciting preparation to get started with these podcasts. And we are really much looking forward to uh, get to the next podcast, uh, which we will share in the immediate future as well. And please follow us on your favorite podcast platform and stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you.